0: Thank you for tuning in today, and welcome to Steady Chatting, the podcast. I'm your host, Charlie, and this is episode number nine, where we'll be talking about mind control, a good day to have a good day, what to shoot, and road trips. You'll be hearing music from Stephen Marley, Kanye West, Noel Gordon, Most Deaf, and Common. On this channel, you can expect to hear content on cannabis, growing, product reviews, interviews, interesting news, discussions, music, and whatever you like. Let us at Steady Snapping Productions know what you'd like to hear on our future podcasts so we can keep giving you what you want and what you need. Join in the conversation. If you're a visitor or checking this podcast out for the first time, don't forget to subscribe to get more content. Now, let's get this started. Now, I remember when I was going to U of T, we talked about facts. Everybody has an opinion, no one cares about yours, give me the facts. So the idea of conspiracy theories, there is many things that are classified as conspiracy theories that are actually factual. And we're gonna touch on one of those topics today. The topic is mind control. If you haven't had the chance to watch it before, take some time, There is one movie called Manchurian Candidate. They have, so far I've seen two versions of it. An old school one that's in black and white, and then a more modern one with Denzel Washington. Take a look at that. Because uh, they give you a lot of insight on the things that were done in these processes and practices of mind control, um, experiments that were conducted by various governments. So... Um, When you talk about conspiracy theories and you talk about mind control, you'll usually hear people talk about fluoride and the use of fluoride in water. This I don't know is factual or not. I'm not a scientist, but from what's being told, increased amounts of fluoride in your water um, cause people to not question or challenge thoughts or uh, suggestions that are given to them And they, for a lack of a better term, become yes guys. Yes, 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 And then when you look at the amount of fluoride that people put in the general public's drinking water, that's a lot higher than the water that you buy in the store, you know. Another thing that pops up when you talk about mind control is microwave frequencies. Now, once again, I'm not a scientist, but there's been tests that show that you can send Frequencies. You can send messages on microwave frequencies, and as long as you have the receptors to pick them up, then you'll be able to tap into these conversations or these discussions or these um, messages that are being sent. You know, sometimes people say that they're hearing voices, but the reality is sometimes these are messages that are being sent through microwave frequencies. Once again, I'm not a scientist, so I don't have facts on that. What I do have facts on is for those that are interested, take a look at Operation Paperclip and Project MKUltra. Operation Paperclip was um, an operation that was organized between the um, United States military and the Nazi military to extract all of their leading scientists and doctors who were, during the Nazi concentration camps, practicing various forms of mind control on their victims. Um, And when I ask you to look into Project MKUltra, I'm now reading something straight from Wikipedia. Project MKUltra, sometimes referred to as the CIA's mind control program, was the code name given to an illegal program of experiments on human subjects designed and undertaken by the United States Central Intelligence Agency. So these are facts that's not something that you could say is a conspiracy theory. The government who was funded by or CIA who was funded by the government to conduct these experiments are a reality, something that actually happened. Now here's something that should shake you to your soul. Me being born and raised in Canada, I thought we would have absolutely nothing to do with it. Sorry, there is documentation. I'm looking at a paper that covers from 1956 to 1961 how MKUltra's experiments that were conducted in Montreal, Canada. This is a paper written by Joseph Ra Jr. and James Turner, the lawyers who litigated against the CIA in the 1980s. So you guys take a look there's a doctor by the name of Dr. D. Ewan Cameron. He was the director of the Allen Memorial Institute in Montreal. Um, but he was, he was a, a big-name person. He was also the president of Quebec Psychiatry Association, the Canadian Psychiatry Association, the American Psychiatry Association, the World Psychiatric Association, and the Association for Biological Psychiatry. Um, so this guy's a big-name person. But this gentleman was one of the people who spearheaded Canada's involvement in MKUltra. I'm reading and I'm quoting this um, document here where it says, Cameron also proposed testing LSD and similar agents. Um, Sidney Gottlieb and other CIA officials approved the application and over four years provided $60,000 for the experiments. These are facts. So I'd like us as a people to be more aware of what's going on around us so that we can make sure that those, our children and those who we love and care about are being taken care of and not assuming that those who are in power over us actually have our best interest at heart. I'm your host, Steady Snap and Charlie, and this is Steady Chatting, the podcast. I was on a road trip the other day and saw a quote, and it was a very powerful one that I felt would be motivational and help inspire others to um, really value their days and really appreciate that they have a day. And the quote is, today's a good day to have a good day. And I feel that is something that if we truly believe we can apply on a daily basis and that would definitely help change the energy that's um, floating around in this universe that we are blessed to be a part of, you know, I spoke to a dying man one day and asked him, "What is something that I may be taking for granted?" And you know, he said, "Every day that you wake up is a great day. Shit happens throughout moments of the day, but the day itself." still has the potential to be great and that is profound we as healthy individuals walk this earth and many times we take for granted majority of the things that we ignore along the way the air the feel of the air the smell um being able to interact with other people Um, being able to enjoy the sunshine, being able to enjoy the rain, the snow, having the clothes to be able to stay warm in cold environments. These are all things that we can look at and marvel in astonishment or take for granted. So, I mean, when you know that it's your time to go or when your time is running out, it's really hard to take things for granted. And I pray that it doesn't take me knowing that I'm on the verge of expiring, for me to not take things for granted. So it's important that I treat every moment like it's my last and not take for granted the little blessings that are poured on me on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. You know, be grateful to be alive. Whatever day it is, it's a good day to have a good day. All right, so to my fellow photographers out there, you got your camera. Now, what should you take pictures of? And that's something that I found myself being stuck, asking myself. I asked myself, um, I'm tired of taking one type of picture. I'm tired of taking pictures of nature. Being from Toronto, it's mind-blowing to go out there and see uh, the Rocky Mountains in person. Um, It's mind-blowing to see the sunrise and the sunset in that mountain area. But after you've done it a 100 times, it loses its value because you've seen it already and you're tasked with trying to figure out what is the next exhilarating thing you could take a picture of and share with the rest of your followers or with your crowd well let's ask this question instead what do you plan to do with your pics because that will help you determine what you could or should be taking pictures of are you planning to sell prints like are you planning to take your pictures blow them up on a canvas and sell them in that form. Do you plan to make clothes with them? You plan to make a print of them, um, put them on sweaters, make hats, do jeans, I don't know, whatever. You plan to turn your pictures into screensavers, you want to throw them up on some cups or some mugs. Um, what I would suggest is take good pictures. Now, it's For those who don't have hundreds of thousands of pictures, picking through your good pictures should be as simple as this. You're scrolling through your pictures, somebody's passing by, and stops you mid-scroll and says, let me see that one. Ooh, now that's a good pick. And if you need, sit down with somebody who appreciates what you're doing and ask them to help you pick out what are your best pictures. But take good pictures, because then it reduces the amount of shitty ones that you have to sift through. Okay? I would suggest that you make your pictures relevant. So think who's going to be using the pictures that you plan to shoot before you even take the picture. Make it relevant being, if you are thinking, I'm going to take this picture because it represents, I don't know, nature, and it's a picture of a leaf. Well, who's going to be using it? How can you customize that shot to suit that particular person or company, you know? And keep in mind, people need pictures of everything. So, in a nutshell, what should you take pictures of? Everything. Why is it every weekend or every other weekend I'm always on the road doing some road trip or another? I'll tell you why it's important to me for me to go on road trips simply because it provides me the environment to thrive. I love being in unfamiliar environments because it forces me to think outside of my comfort zone. It gives me the opportunity to experience things that I could not have experienced if I stayed in the comfort of my studio or my home. So getting out there, refreshes my vision of what's before me at all times it makes me appreciate everything a little bit more once you're stuck in one environment for a long period of time you start to take it for granted Um, what i found is when i go on road trips when i return i'm refreshed exhilarated um, ready to take on whatever task is thrown at me i'm not drained lacking motivation and uh, to be frank road trips help me a lot with my anxiety and my depression um, when I'm boxed in and I feel like I'm stifled then I can't create anything spectacular it takes me being outside it takes me seeing new things experiencing new things you know I like going on road trips in groups but I also like going on my own I like being solo sometimes because then I, could, I have 100% control of what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, where I'm doing it. I don't have to worry about what kind of music I'm playing, whether if I'm playing hip-hop, people don't like it. They don't like the swearing. They don't like that genre in general. If I feel like playing soca for the whole trip, I could do it and don't have to apologize. I could wind the window down and catch a cool breeze and not worry about freezing everybody else. But there's benefits to going in a group as well, because when you go solo, all the ideas that you have bouncing around in your head, you can now bounce those ideas off of other people who may be thinking something completely different, help you um, with, your, with your visions, help you with your ideas, you know. And uh, I find as a human being, we, we tend to thrive in groups because we feed off of each other, now, what are some things that I pack? Now, it really depends on where I'm going and how long I'm going for. But for a day trip, I just try and pack snacks, some food, some something to drink so I stay hydrated, and lots of good music. For a longer trip, I'd make sure I pack stuff for in the event my car breaks down, like a tent, sleeping bag, lantern, uh, shovel, that kind of stuff, as well as my snacks and my music, my portable speaker. So when I get out to wherever I'm going, I could turn it up and turn it out, turn it into the biggest party ever. It's catch-up vibes, you know? Nine times out of ten, I don't even use my portable speaker because I'd rather just hear what that environment sounds like naturally. Hear the wind blowing through the leaves and the animals, the birds whistling and singing in the trees. I love that shit. You know, so um, some places that I've enjoyed traveling to, I enjoyed um, my road trip out to Fernie, you know, so many beautiful things to see along the way. I enjoyed going to Vancouver Island. It's one of the most beautifulest places in all of Canada. It's warm. The energy is right. The vibe is right. That was actually the first place I went to um, a cannabis dispensary. So that was life altering. Um, but I mean, shoot, I, another place I enjoy traveling. I loved going to Nova Scotia and visiting the Citadel and seeing the work that my ancestors put into this country um, well before North America opened its doors up to West Indian people with open arms. You know, So these are kinds of experiences that are right on the outskirts of your comfort zone if you're willing to make that trek. Drop me a message on voicemail, or you can send me a message through Instagram and Facebook. Tell me, what are some cool places that I can go and visit that you've already visited? And give me a little breakdown of your experience so I know what to expect. I'm your host, Steady Snapping Charlie, and this is Steady Chatting, the podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast number nine. We here at Steady Snapping Productions couldn't have done this with you. Keep tuning in for more interviews, good music, and great discussions. If you have a topic that you want us to cover, you could send me a message on Instagram at snapalotagus, that's S-N-A-P-A-L-O-T-A-G-U-S, or you could direct message me through Facebook at Steady Snapping Charlie. Keep following me on my travels, and feel free to take me on some of your travels as well. These podcasts can be downloaded and saved on your device, so stock up on episodes for road trips to help you pass the time. I'm your host, Steady Snap and Charlie, and this is Steady Chatting, the podcast.